0: Before Krypton exploded, but after the show Krypton premieres on the Sci Fi Channel, it's our podcast after Krypton. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this is the preview episode for Krypton season two. I'll tell you what, all three of us are completely 100% no frills, totally psyched for the new season of Krypton. So excited <laughs> to chat about it. Um,
1: 100% Kneel before Pod.
0: Before we get into it, there are a bunch of ways you can subscribe to the podcast. Again, there's the preview version that we're going to roll out in a bunch of our regular podcast feeds. But the regular podcast is just in the after Krypton feeds. So you can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Radio Play, or the app of your choice. Please go there, subscribe, rate the podcast, like it, leave a comment. All of that helps us off. And we are going to be rolling out new episodes of Krypton after every single episode of the show airs on Sci-Fi so you can check them out as they happen, all of the Supermany action. But before we get into it, let's give a very brief recap of what's going on because there's actually, there's kind of a lot you need to know and also maybe not that much you need to know. This takes Ooh. place hundreds of years before Superman. It focuses on Superman's grandpa, Seg. And the setup at the end of the last season is that Everything changed. All of continuity, all of DC Comics continuity changed, where Seg thought he was saving Krypton. He was wrong. He actually ended up trapped in the Phantom Zone with Brainiac, who was supposed to traditionally destroy Krypton, basically destabilize the core. So it eventually blew up so that uh, Superman would eventually end up on Earth. General Zod time traveled and manipulated the situation so that that would change all of history. And now general Zod has taken over Krypton and is going to use Krypton as a conquering force to take over the universe. Uh, Other stuff you need to know. Adam strange actually traveled back in time to stop all of this from happening, but he kind of screwed up uh, and he ended up, I believe trapped in a different part of the phantom zone, kind of, or rather a bottle city that Brainiac had set up, and we don't know exactly where he is or what's going on with him.
1: We know he uh, loves the Yankees.
0: We do know that. That's a pretty good detail. So that's what's going on with him. Uh, and then there's a couple of other folks on Krypton you probably want to know about. There's uh, Azad who is General Zod's grandmother, I want to say, and has a little mm. bit of a thing going on with Seg. There's also Nissa, who is... Part of one of the other families on Krypton. And she was supposed to be married to Seg. She turned out to be pretty cool and is now helping out. She was cool. Yeah, and helped out the revolution. She was kind of cool. Uh, And the last little detail is they accidentally released Doomsday on Krypton. So heading into the new season, lots of enemies on Krypton. They've been pushing that pretty heavily. Going into the new season, that there's tons of villains, and they're adding a new one, which is Lobo is going to be showing up this season. Oh, man, don't you
1: love Lobo?
2: I do love Lobo,
1: you asshole. That's what I'm (laughs) saying. He's like a Wolverine, but space.
0: Very pale space Wolverine. Uh, Yeah, well, it's uh, nothing like like Wolverine. Wolverine. Really? Uh, Really? He's nothing like Wolverine Pete? Not even a little bit. What's his catchphrase, Pete? Lobos?
1: I don't know, man. You don't know his catchphrase? <laughs> Isn't it like, I'm the best there is at what I do, but in space?
2: No, that's not his catchphrase.
1: <laughs> it's something like that.
0: It is All I really know about Lobo is that he says bastages instead of bastards a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah, my, which, that's my big thing.
1: That's a great defining quality
0: for anyone. Yeah, hey. he has a fun way of swearing. Uh, so... Ears lay of the land if you didn't listen to the first season of our Krypton podcast, and I strongly urge you to not do that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of yelling and anger. We're going to try to do it a little differently this season. So, uh, Justin, uh, I would say you were actually probably number one on liking the show, right?
2: Number one. That's number right. One. Oh, and why I'm would you set it. that up like that? Why would you <laughs> say that, Zalvin? Come on. And because I, it's true. I'm, I'm not it's saying not I liked true.
1: it more because Pete hated it, but. I can't not say that, you know? (laughs) It might be why.
0: Well, you were very into the whole Game of Thrones style, but in the DC Universe thing that was going on in Krypton, I think I was very much enjoying it on the level of just like geeking out about Superman stuff, and Pete hated it maybe more than anything that we have ever experienced with Pete before. That is true, yes. Yes. Uh, Now... How are you feeling about it now? How are you feeling going into the season? What are you excited about? What are you nervous about? And we should set up, Pete, I don't know if you want to speak on this a little bit more, but we have decided, uh, well, Pete has decided he's going to give it a chance. He's going to do this preview episode. He's going to check out the first episode, see how he feels. If he feels the same way, he's out.
2: Right, Pete? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, me and Zelvin had a talk about it, and he's worried uh, about my anger. Uh, towards the show hurting you know Every, well
1: everybody is
2: yeah <laughs> uh, only uh, the the only reason i'm worried about
0: it pete is because it was very unpleasant last <laughs> season but other than fair, that it's that's fair that's yeah. fair otherwise it's yeah absolutely i don't want
2: to i don't want to make your job uh, not fun
0: <laughs> no it's all good uh justin what are you looking forward to what what are you how are you feeling going into the season
1: well, I mean, what I did like about last season was it really just, like, went for broke. They, like, threw all this <laughs> stuff on the wall. They got crazy with all, mixing up all these villains and all these different storylines. Took a lot of risks on a show that felt like it could have just been a uh, sort of warmed-over Superman, uh, pre-Superman story. And instead, it got pretty wild. There was some, like, really high emotional stuff. The the cult uh, on the planet was really interesting. Um I love the the sort of love triangle between Seg, uh, uh, Nissa, you love and Leida. Goddamn love triangle. That's all I you love want love.
2: in life is love triangles. What do you want a love
1: square? You want a love line segment? That's no fun. Mix it up.
0: I I agree with you, Justin. I, I think I was pretty into that stuff as well last season. Uh, somebody on our Patreon Slack put it very well, though, particularly given the promo for the new season, that this shows. Uh, ambition never matched its budget. Like, it wanted oh, to be yeah. Game of Thrones, but it's not a sci-fi channel budget, and it doesn't quite get there. I, I was listening back to the last episode of, of the podcast, which was actually, very weirdly, just me and Peep. Uh, and, <laughs> that is uh, weird. we were talking about how doomsday did not look great at the end of no. the season. Like the idea of doomsday being let loose on Krypton, I think in my opinion is great. Like that's insanity to have seg who does not have superpowers like Superman having to fight brainiac Zod and doomsday is insane. Like, I love that in theory, but the execution of it, they weren't, I have quite get there. But that said, like, I, I'm curious to see if they can break the show in the same way this season. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I this is a scrappy show and I think they know they're sort of on the outskirts of comic book TV. So uh, hopefully they realize that and they're going to take even bigger risks with what they're doing. I mean, we talk a lot about, uh, we watched this show Cloak and Dagger, um, which is on Freeform and that. That show is sort of in the same spot a little bit. Like it's a little bit on but, the outskirts, so they'd make bigger, take bigger swings with the their storyline and the the
2: choices they make, and that's exciting. Uh, I would like to just say, and caveat to that, a little bit of like you need to realize what your budget is and what looks good, because Cloak and Dagger kind of started a little weird looking. But kind of realized, okay, we can't try over-the-top effects. We got to do more uh, just kind of like regular effects and kind of make some creative choices with stuff. Do some animation. Do some other. It's, a, you know, it's based on a comic book. Like Have some fun with it, but don't put something on air that doesn't look good. Uh, Pete, uh, I appreciate what you're
0: saying. But as you know, I always feel we shouldn't compare one show to another. That's very much my thing and how I feel. So if you could just restrain, yeah, if you could restrain yourself, that would be great, Pete.
2: Hey, uh, fuck you, <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see what they do. You know, there is a lot of like running around outside. And I think as I've thought about it, I've soured on those aspects of the show over time. It's been I think almost a year at this point. It's been a You've really soured? long time. You've yeah, soured, soured over it. time. Yeah, I've soured over time a little bit on the show. All right, I... milk. <laughs> yes, All right, that's human a... milk. What are you talking about? Do you know what also <laughs> sours? Sour Patch Kids, the most delicious man. candy known to man. They wow. get more sour.
1: Bold. Yeah, after is.
0: a year, I like to take some of my Sour Patch Kids and put them in my milk, uh, and I call it the double sour. <laughs> Justin, I, what knew, are you I knew
1: you'd bring milk into it. Milk classic milk move to talk about milk.
2: <laughs> All he's saying is that the show started off kind of well and then went off the rails a little bit and was hard to watch at the end. No, so that's, not that's what sour. I'm saying.
0: I think that as as other shows have come out, I've come to realize that what was getting me through was the geek quotient. And I think that's fine. Like I'm happy with that. If they can keep throwing things in, if they do a ridiculous lobo, if they bring in Thanagarians, if they bring in Green Lanterns, all of that is more than good enough for me on yeah. the show because that's fun. You know, why
1: don't we, we live our We should live our lives off the rails. You know what's da- what's dangerous is living on the rails. That's where the trains are.
0: Yeah, that's what hobos do. That's what high, hobos are always dying.
1: Yeah, Pete, you yeah. want to be a hobo? No.
2: Or you want to be a bad. I don't know why you're calling me a hobo for just calling out the fact that, uh, that it got weird at the end and made some bad choices, and here we are. I'm hoping they can right the ship. I'm going to give it a fresh start, but if it starts to get bullshit, I'm out. The reason I'm, we're calling you a hobo,
0: Pete, is, and people can't see this, you have a bindle right now that is full of cans of beans, and as soon as we get out of this podcast, you're going to start playing a washboard that's next to you. Yeah, <laughs> here don't I forget am, my here
1: harmonica. I, here I am trying to do a podcast with milk and beans.
0: What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's Milky and the Beans! I the podcast. I love it. Well, anyway, with that out of the way, uh, again, this is the preview episode. I think we did a pretty good job of running down everything about the show. Is there, is there anything <laughs> in particular you want to say before we start to wrap up here? Anything else about uh, the season?
2: There, there are some uh, good actors and some quality characters on the show and some other stuff, not so much. But I hope that they realize they need to kind of write a little bit more towards the acting. Where the real acting is and where the fun is. The sense that I get from the advertising
0: is they're definitely leading into the fun. The first season, the advertising leaned into this is serious and it's Krypton before it exploded. This season is very much focusing on Lobo. It's very much focusing, uh, I think the tagline is, it's a bad day to be a hero. And it's leading into the whole villain aspect of the show. So if they go in that direction, I'm hopeful, fingers crossed, that Pete, you're going to be pretty
2: happy.
1: I mean, every episode fighting a different sort of mini-boss building up to Zod at the end of the season,
2: I'm down. Me too. That would, that would be interesting, just as long as, you know, the, got, the people on screen don't look awful. They look great. They're beautiful people. They're gorgeous. They're way more gorgeous than we are. Sure. I'm not talking about the actors. I'm talking about (laughs) what Doomsday looked like. I've seen a better Doomsday at the Comic-Con. I don't know how to tell you this. Doomsday was not an actor.
0: (laughs) I mean, I saw him do Hamlet in the
2: park last summer. I'm talking in general. Like, first off, the... Oh, never mind. You, you get mad, <laughs> and you're like, hey, don't get mad, and then you fucking poke the bear until I get fucking mad. So Poor I don't know what you want from me. Poor
1: Yorick. I knew him well. <laughs> Superman, kill.
0: Yeah. The craziest part was when uh, Hamlet and Yorick punched each other's hands and both died at the same time. That was yeah. nuts.
1: Yorick's Yuck. the skull, but...
0: Yeah, no, I don't I'm know. I'm a classically I c-
1: trained c- actor, so I handle the Shakespeare stuff. Thanks. Literally,
0: the only <laughs> Hamlet uh, character I could think of other than that at that point was Ophelia. So I don't know.
1: That's good. She has a lot of fun scenes. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's like one of Shakespeare's fun characters, and this is a Definitely pretty a fun goof. podcast.
1: Before we, we go, beef, as we... we
0: oh, as we always do on the podcast, we're going to end uh, with a little uh, Superman trivia question. Oh, Uh, oh, so here we go. I'll kick it off. I know you guys remember this and you prep for this and you got your Uh own trivia questions. So many trivia questions. I got 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 one here. Uh, So uh, Superman, uh, what would you call Superman if he was a hot, tasty liquid?
1: (laughs) Huh. Um, I don't know, Alex. I mean, milk.
2: No, what would you call him, Pete? Hot, tasty liquid. Hmm. I don't know. Soup. Oh, Superman. it was right there. It was a, it was... Was a trivia
0: question about Superman. Oh. Soup's not a
2: liquid. Soup's a lunch. I thought it was like <laughs> super pan, you know. It was super pan. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's great.
0: You know what? I should have gone with that. That's the answer now. If you'd like (laughs) to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and two of us will chat with you about Krypton. Uh, Also, (laughs) as mentioned, we'll be doing this every single week, but please make sure to subscribe in advance to the After Krypton feed on iTunes, uh, Android, Spotify,
2: Stitcher, Radio Play, or the app of your choice. Pete, what else do you want to plug? run us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live.
2: Uh, you can also follow us on at After Krypton. We have a dedicated feed for that.
0: We'll be putting up photos and other things as well. Comic Live.com for this podcast and more. And we'll see you after Krypton.
1: It's Milk, Beans, and Shakespeare <laughs> signing off. <up.
0: laughs>